0: This is the Unheard Story Podcast. We are your hosts, Joe and Laura Mellema, Jesus Film Project enthusiasts and members of the Director's Development Board. As Jesus Film Project, our calling is to reach the watching world, connect people to Jesus, and serve the body of Christ worldwide by providing the highest quality gospel media in the heart language of every nation and people group. Today we get the opportunity to talk to Donald and Ashley. Donald is a missionary kid and was born and grew up in Asia. Ashley grew up in the Pacific Northwest. They met at Multnomah University in Portland, Oregon, and they both graduated from there in the mid eighties. They've been married for 36 years and have four grown children and four grandchildren. They joined the crew staff in winter of 1991. And they started with the campus ministry in Washington State University. They joined the Jesus Film Project in 1995, and they're currently part of the recording expansion team.
1: Yeah, we got to meet them probably about 10 years ago when they were running a program for our kids, and Mm -hmm. we just fell in love with them. And then we got to find out that they actually been working on languages this whole time, and they're part of the recording team. So we just had to have them on to hear about what they're up to around the world and just to hopefully encourage you all with their stories.
0: Donald and Ashley, how did you become involved in Crew and in Jesus Film Project?
2: Yeah, I would say after we graduated from Multnomah, we were both pursuing full-time ministry And in the meantime, God sent us on short-term mission projects over to Korea and over to the Olympics in 1988. And I was working in a grocery store and we were both just wanting to serve the Lord and learn how to evangelize and disciple. And and we were, we we're candidated with one mission organization and didn't do so well, or I didn't do so well in, in the language <laughs> aptitude test. And they said, we wanted to go to Japan to be missionaries and say, they said, you'll never, you'll Survive. never
3: <laughs> oh. be able to
2: learn the language there. And so we were a little frustrated, but our Bible study leader and our pastor, they were both former campus crusade staff, which was called back then. And they, and we just said, we just want to know how to evangelize and disciple, no matter if we go with a mission organization or work with a church or go into secular ministry, we just, that's what we want to do. And they said, well, if that's what you want, you want Campus Crusade. And all you really need to do is, is commit two years of your life, and they'll teach you how to evangelize and disciple. And so we were assigned to Washington State University, and, and we did that for two years and more. So, wow. so
0: that was back in winter of 1991, if I recall correct. correctly. That is, that is correct. So 30, it's been it's been over twenty years since you've been 30. part of Crew and Jesus Film. Thirty, oh, 30. years,
1: yeah, thirty, 30 years. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow! So you joined Crew and you're at Washington State University. What led you to Jesus Film Project?
2: Well, we were also very interested in international students, and and we had had uh, international students in our in our home for homestay programs. I would use the Jesus Film. I would ask. Even when I would go on campus, I would ask, if I can find a movie in your language, would you watch it? And they're like, "Oh, of course I would. Nobody makes movies in our language.
3: <laughs> yeah. It was so fun back then. And, and, and there were so many from, from a variety of countries. You know, a whole family from, from East Asia came to Christ during that time. And mm-hmm. it was so cute because our oldest daughter was watching it with us every time we were watching it with all these students. And there was one time when she said, Mom and Dad, does Jesus speak English? We oh. <laughs> <laughs> had seen it in so many other languages. Oh, we knew man. the story, but yeah. either we hadn't, or it had been a long time. Pri- you know, prior to that, that she actually saw it in English. And, and,
2: I, and I'm thinking, where the Jesus film is at today? Where you have the app on your phone, <laughs> or you yeah. have mm-hmm. you go to the website, you have. Almost 2,000 languages right there in your back pocket. If I yeah. could only have that back then. I know. Would...
1: <laughs> Pretty amazing. So you were at Crew and then you decided to join Jesus Film. And did you immediately go into recording?
3: Actually, the way we became a part of the recording team was six years ago, Eric Shanko was our director and he sent out a plea to staff and asked, he said that we had like, how many languages at the time? I think 50 or more that were ready to go and we did not have enough for Cordis. Mm. We'd always loved the team, thought it was something we'd always maybe love to do, but when are we going to do that? Well, when Eric asked us, we had just become empty nesters Mm. and we felt we both were in a position that you know, maybe we could do this. You know, we're going to be the first old people on this. And so that, there you go, mature people (laughs) on this team. And so we committed for a year and that was six years ago.
0: So you're currently involved in the recording team. How many languages have you had a chance to work on?
3: Oh, us personally? Oh boy, I don't know. Probably.
2: Just in the last six years?
3: Let's see if we did. I I mean, I would say... (laughs) Yeah, I, yeah, we don't. We, you oh, don't can even count. Yeah, it is really yeah. important to 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 acknowledge that our team is just part of the team.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Because from from our ministry partners, personally to the ministry partners that fund these languages, to so many who pray for this, you know, it's like we talked yesterday, and it was it was really important to recognize that no one gets the credit. But God gets the glory. Yeah. And and so it's been it's really we try not to, I guess, really even focus on how much we personally have done. Yeah. Doug's done more than myself because he did some individually. But yeah, they try to keep us busy. And the goal kinda is that you have like a three week turnaround in between trips. Wow. Sometimes longer. It's, we seek for it really not to be shorter than that. But sometimes, you know, during COVID, we, we weren't able to go and record our partners during that time.
1: Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about the process, what that looks like when you get a call for a new language that needs to be done?
2: Yeah, when there a request comes in, that's a different department in the Jesus Film that handles that and they work with uh, Bible translators and getting the script translated and they work in getting a coordinator that's in the country that will set everything up and and look for about 18 to 20 actors, voice actors that will be used and and then we get the call saying we've been assigned to go to this country and to record one or two versions of the Jesus Film. It could be the story of Jesus or Jesus Film Rivka Magdalena all of our films that we do we could be sent out to record one of those
0: that's so cool and so when you when you get out there what does that process look like so you you get to the country are there already people lined up to be like the native speakers and and you know how's that process work.
3: There's always what you think is going to happen and what is reality. And so there can be a lot of miscommunication. But typically what the desire is, is that we would have a national coordinator who can speak English and Lord willing, speak their language as well. Because obviously we can't speak to the actors for the most part. We're going to pretty remote areas nowadays. And so he, he or possibly she has lined up those voice actors and found Mm -hmm. us a quote unquote studio, which is typically anything from a brick building to maybe a hotel room or maybe a compound. It really doesn't matter because typically they will have found us foam mattresses or something of the sort and blankets and pillows. And so we go into whatever they've given us and we, we make that into a studio. And the cool thing is, is that our equipment all fits in one large backpack and two small backpacks or average size backpacks. We bring everything we need with us. And, mm-hmm. and so we set up the equipment and the system and make, you know, make it make whatever room they have for us soundproof and
2: yeah, I would say probably the most important thing for us that we that we look for is is a quiet room. If it has electricity, that would be a, a big plus for us.
1: Do you guys have any stories with interacting with people that are doing the voices? Because I'm sure, do they all are they all familiar with the Gospel of Luke, or do you have any stories about that?
2: Well, I I would say that oftentimes actors are there just because it's it's something fun to do for them because it's mm-hmm. in their their mother tongue is in their heart language. And and yeah. uh, oftentimes they'll come from the church, but many times there's there's actors that are coming that are not believers. And there was one particular, this was just this last year, we were recording for a very closed country. And, mm-hmm. and while we we're recording, there was this one actor that he would come every single day, he would do his part, but then he would just sit in and he would just listen to everything going on. I thought he was part of the review committee and uh-huh. that he was a big part or maybe one of the translators. But it turns out that he wasn't even a believer. And uh-huh. when we were doing the final review, our our coordinator came and said, we have something that we want to share with you. Our, our friend here, he wants to receive Jesus. Uh-huh. And that was right at the beginning of the review. And I said, this is one of the the best things that's that's happened during this recording and i really believe when we are recording the jesus film those are it's it's straight from god's word and we know what it says in isaiah you know that god's word will not return empty when it goes Mm -hmm. out and it was during that time that god's word that he was hearing every single day that was a real exciting time and that's not the only time it's it's often happens where actors come to christ during during
1: the recording Yeah, that's really cool.
0: I know that people are curious about film in their own language, obviously, but it seems like it's more than that. Like when people hear the gospel message in their own language, it seems like something spiritual and supernatural is happening. Can you talk to that at all?
3: Oh, I just got chills. It's actually just so humbling to watch i'm thinking of a couple of recordings we did with people who left their farms for a week which is a great cost to them yeah. and and came down and i remember a woman that when she watched it she just kind of saw her part because they don't understand most of these guys don't understand tv they see a video and they're like does jesus have legs and we're like no no mm-hmm. that's just a picture and they've yeah. never heard their voice they've rarely have you know they've, they've Some of them don't read. And so then to hear their voice and then to hear scripture and to hear some of them were doing the very first Luke is the only book, or maybe they only have partial, Mm. partial Bible. And to this woman, she just got so excited, just started kind of like screaming how they do and the joy, all of them, we Mm. seek to like take pictures when they see, and you can see the scales fall off their eyes. We Mm. almost seek to get that, that catch that picture because it is just beautiful. And then they are so kind. They they're like, thank you. Thank you. And they're, you know, for coming and all this. And I'm like, their lives are so difficult. Part of our role is to encourage these people because Mm. where they have to stay and live, you know, is, is very difficult. And they're like, how did you find us? Wow. Because we are we did a language recently and it was a language that's actually illegal to speak. Oh, and wow. we we went and sought, you know, we came to them with the, the language to say we care about your language. Mm-hmm. Most of them, I think almost all of them, were not believers. And and yet to say your language matters. And it's not wow. that it matters to us, it's that it matters to God. Mm-hmm. And to be able to represent him that way, they, 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 they just didn't ever think that God cared about them like that. They don't believe that God knows that they exist. Mm, wow. And so, and so I, you know, you just never know all the ways that God is using even our recording process and who we come upon. Yeah. I love that.
0: Now, Donald, you said something earlier about relationships being the intriguing part of your job. Can you talk to that a little bit more? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think every time we go anywhere, it's like we are we are representing Christ, and we are we are on display. People are watching us, and the actors that are there, even even the other missionaries that we're working with, we're watching us. But especially those that don't don't know Christ. And they are looking at how we interact with each other and how we're interacting with with our coordinators. And I also say, too, that <clears throat> I don't think I've ever been on a recording trip where something hasn't gone wrong. Mm. And it's not always it's not the same thing. It's like every time we go, yeah. we have some kind of technical problem. And it's something different. It's either related to power or sometimes the computers are are doing strange things and And, and, you know, when things aren't going how you expect them to go, you can kind of tend to react and not respond in the situation. So it's always, it's always relying on the Holy Spirit and giving us the words to say and, and just living the, the, the spirit filled life and and allowing the Holy Spirit to take care of the situation. And, and this last recording that I went on, when we started having technical problems, just unusual things with our computer that hadn't... We I was recording two languages. We had finished the first one, the second one, and the first one went pretty smooth without hardly any technical problems. The second one, we had problem after problem after problem. When we oh. would start having these problems, first time I would started to pray, and then after that, every time we'd have the problem, our, our translator and our other coordinator that was working with us, they would stand up and start walk, walking around praying and mm-hmm. singing, And they would just keep praying and singing (laughs) until the problem (laughs) was resolved. And it's like, it wasn't any kind of technical expertise that I had to fix the problem. It just started working again.
0: So Lauren, I got a chance to be part of a Jesus film showing, and I just can't tell you how much, how amazing it was number one, but number two, we experienced a lot of spiritual oppression just, trying to show the film to people. Is that part of what you're getting at Donald? It sounds like there's a spiritual component to maybe the technical problems and and trying to get a language done. And obviously the enemy doesn't want that to happen. So, do you have any stories about oppression, maybe how God was able to overcome that?
3: Oh, you are so right. It is. We are, you know, we are on his his grounds and he doesn't want it to happen. Like Donald said many times, things go wrong and it might be a part that we have to go and find a replace and you don't have like your local radio shack, you know, to just yeah. go and say we need this part and and so you go and you you pray and you and you just mm-hmm. and you show up and Somehow, and it happens every time. When our new staff come, we are like, be prepared to see God move. You know, the, the other thing that comes along with this is understanding what our national staff and our national people go through. We needed to take a flight from one city to another, and we showed up for the flight, and they told, they came and told us, we're not flying today. Oh, wow. And we were like, no, no, no. You see here, we, we have four paid tickets right here. And they're like, Oh yeah, but we 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 decided not to fly today. Oh man. And and they're like, you'll you'll have to f- just find another way. Hmm. And it was so good for us to recognize that's how they live. Mm-hmm. And and so, and yet the Lord provided, you know, tickets right then right away to be able to hop on another plane and, and take off, but it allowed us to feel a little bit what our staff there always feels.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. very. I cool. would also say that every language recording that, it gets completed is a miracle in itself that it would happen and everyone faces some type of spiritual warfare. We recorded two years ago or so and everything was going pretty well. We did have to replace our Jesus actor like three times. It just wasn't working out. The, the guy that really wanted to do it, his voice, he had, he was a great reader. He had, uh, knew the language really well, but his voice was just too young sounding and they, uh... they that gotcha. this doesn't kind of come across as, as with authority mm-hmm. and it ended up our translator ended up being the, the Jesus voice. But during that recording, <laughs> towards the end, we ended up being robbed. It was a professional job where there was some people that were staying in our hotel. They never left their room and mm-hmm. ended up getting a computer and some all of money, cash. All of, most oh. of our, cash, not all mm-hmm. of it. But at the very end, we were all saying, but they didn't get the language. We Mm. had the language on a thumb drive. Oh, wow. We were holding this up and says, but they they did not get the language. And that was the most valuable thing that we had was the language and their heart language that we were going to take back. And and eventually, now it's on the app right now. Um, They could have our money. They can have our computer. (laughs) But don't take that language. Yeah, don't
1: take the miracle. I love that you said each language that gets done is a miracle. That's powerful. So do you guys have any stories or chances to see these languages premiered and you're able to go to them? Can you recall any stories? Joe was mentioning our trip to the Yucatan and watching, you know, the people watch their, the film in their language is pretty powerful. And yeah, we, that, that's yet.
2: something that we don't really get to do unless you consider the, the first review as a premiere. And just this last language, this last recording we did in Central Africa, that's one of the ways that I introduce the, the, the review. And it's where they're going through and they're checking the dialogue to make sure that there aren't any mistakes that they didn't mispronounce words, or that is doctrinally sound. So it's kind of the review committee. It's yeah. a committee that's been chosen to to approve it. But oftentimes they also invite the actors to come and also watch. and And I'll say, this is the very first showing of the yeah. Jesus film in this language. And then Definitely. we often also, also then we do the editing and mixing on the field too. And then so we also have to do a, a second. Review and so I'll say this is the second <laughs> showing of the Jesus. Yeah, I love
1: it. So, that's you, know, so cool. you guys
2: are out there doing your premiere showings. That's probably maybe A the third or, third or
1: fourth. Oh, or, or, <laughs> or maybe even before you have the, the, the best, the, the secret. Uh,
2: Showing. I mean we, we recorded before we even got back to the United States we'd already done the review showings there but not, but before we got back we heard that they they actually did a showing on on cable television before we even returned to the back to the United States <laughs> from the recording
1: and that was for the refugee camps so we have a bonus question but before that do you have any other Stories that come to mind that you'd like to share.
2: I was doing a recording in several years ago and and during that that recording We had a talent agent that was our dialogue director dialogue directors Responsibility is make sure the drama is good and you know the intonation and everything about that And then we also have a translator who's who's protecting the integrity of the strict script and making sure it's doctrinally uh, doctorally sound but during this recording, she kept asking our translator questions after question after question. And it was taking the recording long, but she just she was so captivated and so interested. And, and she had heard the gospel before, but for some reason, this particular time, she was more and more interested in it. And I had an opportunity to actually share the four spiritual laws with her. And because she was a talent agent, she had her cell phone on her and as, as I was going through the four spiritual, uh, four spiritual Law presentation, her phone would ring, and then she'd get back, and then we'd continue, and it would ring again, and then it would continue. And then when it came time to ask her if she wanted to receive Christ, it was ringing constantly. And oh, wow. she did end up wow. praying while the other tech was on the other side listening on headphones, and he was back there praying. We just took a pause, oh, you know, during the recording and she was a Hindu background and started shaking uncontrolled after she was mm. praying. And I really feel like there was some major spiritual warfare that was happening there. But again, I, I say it's, you know, it's the power of God and and just his word not returning void when people are are exposed to it. We may not see the fruit right away. And oh, yeah. sometimes we may may never see it until we get to heaven. But we know that if we're sharing the Jesus film, Jesus mm-hmm. film has God's word and, and God promises his word will not ever return empty. There was a guy, his part was he was playing Jesus. And he kept stumbling over a line. And he kept messing up and messing up and messing up. And, and eventually he just like disappeared because this this particular studio there was a glass between the recordist and where the actor was and he just like disappeared we were wondering what had happened to him and he was on his knees weeping and and because he kept stumbling over this line he realized that jesus was actually speaking to him through his lines And came under conviction of the Holy Spirit right there in the recording booth.
3: And so he pretty much led himself to Christ through the process. And then the cool thing was a few years later, we went back and he was our coordinator or our...
2: For another product. Yeah, for another
3: product. He chose to come on. He not only did he become a Christian, he came on staff with Jesus Film. And then we got a chance to work with him on on another language. That's so awesome.
1: So we have one last question for you. And you actually gave us an interesting story about your daughter saying, does Jesus speak English? And it reminded me of our last question we'd like to ask everyone, which is tell us something about your heart language that was really special to you when you were growing up.
2: The, I don't know if this actually fits, but you know, we have four grandkids and I've decided I'm not going to go by grandpa, but I go by G daddy. And um, you know, kids have a hard time pronouncing some kind of word. So it took a very long time for our oldest grandson to be able to say G daddy. I think it took him like two <clears throat> years, but the first time he said it, that's my heart language. And that
3: That was like music to my ears.
2: And every time that you hear the word G, now I have three grandkids and all three of them are actually are, are saying it. I was willing to give it up and, and, and become someone different, whatever they came up with. But uh, when they came (laughs) up with that and were able to to call me G daddy, that's, that's my heart language. I would agree with him.
1: Oh, that's great. Well, thank you guys for giving us your time and, telling us all about how the process of doing languages in different countries is and how encouraging that people are coming to Christ right before your eyes while you're doing the recording. So what a privilege to hear from Donald and Ashley from the recording team and what really stood out to me is back in the 90s, you had to call a 1-800 number to get a VHS copy of the Jesus Film in a certain language. And now you can go on your phone under the Jesus Film Project app and they're all available to you. Or you can look on the web, on their website, Jesus Film website, and find them there. That is pretty amazing. What'd you think about that, Joe?
0: I loved it. And I love that we get to hear a little bit from the beginning of the language process and hear how the recording team does its work, you know, especially how God overcomes the spiritual oppression to make sure that everybody has the gospel in their own language, and then to hear about just their dedication to the gospel and how it's proclaimed throughout the, the world.
1: For me, two things that really stuck out when their daughter actually said, Does Jesus speak English? I thought that was the perfect example of when we hear people hear it in their own languages and they say, Jesus does speak my language. He can actually hear me pray in my language. He understands, you know, fill in the language. So I thought that was powerful. As well as I loved that Donald said, every single translation that we do is a miracle. They're up against so much spiritual warfare. Satan does not want us to do each language and to reach these smaller people groups now. And I think they even talked about a language that was forbidden to even speak, that they got to go in and do a translation for them. And now they know Jesus does speak and cares and it's not forbidden for Christ, their maker to actually speak that language. So that was really powerful. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Unheard Story podcast. There are lots of great stories right here in the feed, and next week you'll find another incredible story here. So subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.